Welcome to the sideline story. This episode five, we're coming back with a bang now. Um, basketball season, of course, is around the corner. NBA media days was this week starting out. We're going to go team by team for the next whatever days until the season starts. I'm starting the day with the Hawks and the Celtics. I appreciate everybody who's, you know, looked out for me and uh, listened to the podcast, shown love. And now I'm coming back with a new logo, another vibe. Keeping everything straight with this NBA season. As I said today, I'm going to start with the Hawks and the Celtics on my little, you know, just NBA preview season for this season. And um, giving new faces, giving projective lineups and ways teams can help each other. So first with the Hawks, the Hawks come in to the season with uh, new faces. This year, the Hawks added two good perimeter wings to the draft and DeAndre Hunter with the fourth pick. And Cam Reddish was the 10th pick. Hunter, who was a standout for Virginia Cavaliers, averaged 15.2 points and was a great lockdown defender for the team. Uh, he made an NCAA All-Tournament team last year, 2018-2019, ACC All-Defense and ACC Defensive Player of the Year. And in 2018-2019, was All-ACC. With the 10th pick, uh, they drafted Cam Reddish, as I said it before. Reddish, who was ranked number three out of high school, chose to go to Duke and team up with R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson. Reddish became a third option at Duke, but had an up-and-down year with the Blue Devils. Reddish, who in my opinion was slept on this year's draft, will have a great season with the Hawks. Reddish is a 6'8 wing who can shoot the lights out and can also put the ball on the floor like a guard. He has a long wingspan that can help him defensively be a lockdown defender in the league. Reddish, who averaged 14 points a game for the Blue Devils as a freshman in college, will come in and be able to help in a bigger role for the Hawks as a shooter and a guy who can also be a playmaker beside Trey Young. I expect these two wings to help out Trey Young this year for the Hawks and be big in, the, in the, the final minutes of the games. Returning to the Hawks will be starting point guard, of course, Trey Young, who was a rookie of the year candidate last year. Young, a second-year guard this year, is going to continue his upward climb to superstar status. Young, whose game reflects Steph Curry, averaged 19 points and 8 assists for the Hawks last season. And he will be more mature and more experienced this season. As He will be the main guard and playmaker for this young core growing together. Young shot 41% from the field and also 33% from three-point range. Trey Young is one of the guys who can probably take over this league in the next three to five years. As a point guard, he will have the ball in his hands. He will be a leader for this Hawks team and just be – Everything they need to be as a playmaker, ball handler, scorer, shooter, whatever they need to be. Also returning for the Hawks is John Collins. Collins was a scorer for the Hawks last season and averaged 19.5 points a game and 10 rebounds. Him and Trey Young were a perfect pick-and-roll combination last year as they were a part of that exciting Hawks team who competed against a lot of teams. Collins has grown as a player and can now shoot outside as well. He shoots 56% from the field and 34% from the three-point line. These two will be some key leaders for this young core as they've been there already on the team for at least one year, and they are exciting young players. Some veterans that will be a key addition to this team this year will be 
free agent Jabari Parker, who they signed this year, Vince Carter, who's returning for the Hawks, and also Evan Turner, who was traded from the Trailblazers to the Hawks. Parker, who was a number two draft pick out of Duke, is a player who was a scorer for every team he has been on. Parker averaged 15 points a game last season while his time with the Wizards. Parker is a player who can execute off the bench as a role player for this team, and if he stays healthy, will be a great scorer option off the bench for the team. <clears throat> Vince Carter, another vet who will space the floor for the second unit. We all know Carter can shoot the ball very well and still has some good athletic ability at the age of 40. Carter is, Carter is a vet who will at least be able to teach the young guys a lot about the league and how to keep their body right for longevity. Lastly, we have Evan Turner. Turner, who is coming over from Portland, is a veteran who will also help in the backcourt. He can play point guard at times too, and this will be able to free, free up Trey Young for more off-the-ball scoring. Turner is going to be a player who can score from mid-range and in. <coughs> with the mix of vets, with the young guys of Trey Young, John Collins, Reddish, and Hunter, the Hawks will have some excitement built around the organization for the future. Uh, the projected lineup for the Hawks will probably be Trey Young at the 1, Kevin Herter at the 2, DeAndre Hunter at the 3, John Collins at 4, Alex Lynn at 5, with Cam Reddish and Jabari Parker off the bench alongside Vince Carter. Um, my projected standing for the Hawks, um, they will fight for eighth seed, but I'm not sure if they will have enough for to get in the playoffs with it with the team they have now. I mean, they're gonna all go together this season. They they can compete with anybody, but I just don't see them making the playoffs. But they'll be around the ninth or tenth spot in the Eastern Conference. Next, we're gonna go with the Boston Celtics. Uh, the Celtics coming this season after losing two major pieces to their roster last year and over the offseason. Of course, departing from the team was leading scorer Kyrie Irving and also veteran Alf Horford and benchmark player Terry Rozier. To replace Kyrie Irving, they signed former Charlotte Hornets superstar Kimball Walker. Walker comes into the season averaging 25 points per game last season with the Hornets while shooting 44% from the field and 35% from three-point line. Walker will come in and have to be a leader for this young core who they all got experience with each other during the uh, FIBA World Cup. Coming off the World Cup, it didn't go the way he wanted to, but Walker definitely played a big part and made a major impact for the team. Returning for the Celtics is a year, third-year man out of Duke, Jason Tatum. Tatum is, of course, an upcoming superstar in this league, and he'll be the second scorer probably for the Celtics this season. Tatum averaged 15.7 points per game last season, while shooting 45% from the field and 37.3% from the three-point range. Tatum is a young guy who can score from anywhere, put the ball on the floor, shoot the three. He needs to work on probably his defense a little bit, but he'll be able to help out with this Celtics team as a scorer and also as a somewhat a leader for being in the league three years at the same team. Another guy whose numbers may increase this season will be Gordon Hayward. Hayward, who was last season struggled coming off the bench because he came off a major leg injury the year before they suffered in 2017. Hayward, who before the injury was an all-star and upcoming star in this league, only averaged 11.5 points last season in 25 minutes for the Celtics. This season, I expect Hayward to be a bigger impact on the team with the help of an offseason of recovery and relaxation. He'll be able to come in and put in work for the Celtics probably as as a starter again this season. Next, we have Jalen Brown. Brown, who was a third pick in the NBA draft in 2016, averaged only 13 points per game last season with the Celtics, 
while shooting 46.5% from the field and 35% from three-point range. The Browns, Jalen Brown is a player who definitely can come in and get hot at any moment. He is an athletic and great defender who will probably guard opposing team's best player. The Celtics have key returners who is their hustle guy and Marcus Smart. He will be the glue to hold the team together defensively. The Celtics got two key guards off the bench who will help who will help with scoring in Romeo Langford and Carson Edwards, who they got during the draft. Edwards, who came out of Purdue, was drafted by the Celtics in the first round last season. He came out of Purdue averaging 24.3 points per game. He went on a tear in March Madness while leading Purdue to the Final Four. He shot 40% from the field and 35% from three-point range while at Purdue. Edwards will be the backup point guard to Kimball Walker, and then he'll also have a running back who they also got off the draft from Romeo Langford. Langford, who was drafted in the final first round, also by the Celtics this year, is a combo guard who averaged 17 points per game for Indiana as a freshman. He shoots 45% from the field wide in Indiana. Langford, who is an athletic guard that can score, has to work on his outside shooting and evolve into the player he wants to be. But he will help the Celtics off the bench while learning from other veteran guards. One more key player they got will be Grant Williams, a rookie out of Tennessee. Williams was an SEC player of the year and helped lead Tennessee to the Elite Eight. He averaged 18 points per game and 8 rebounds for the Vols. William was a player who shot over 50% from the field with the Vols and was an All-American multiple times. He will be a key player off the bench who will help in the paint as he's 6'8 and a wide-body defender. The projected starting lineup for the Celtics will be Kimball Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, and his canter with Marcus Smart, Carson Edwards, and Romeo Lankford. Grant Williams and Taco Falls, who's a 7-6 center off the bench. The Celtics will finish in the top three in the Eastern Conference and have battles with the Bucks and the 76ers to determine who will make it to the NBA Finals out of the Eastern Conference. This will be a team that we expect to be really good, and if they can all gel together, it will be hard for, to stop them out of the Eastern Conference. With that being said, thank you for everybody who listened. I'll be coming back tomorrow with two more teams that I'll do the same thing with. Thank you so much, and this is the Sideline Story. Peace out.